So welcome everyone. This is Recovery Dharma. My name is Julia and I will be facilitating our beautiful practice today. For the month of June, we are exploring the archetypal father and the sacred masculine. Yesterday, I brought forward some qualities of the sacred masculine, sort of constructed, sort of socially made up, and nevertheless, qualities that are often considered predominant in men more than women, but still exist in women because, again, we know that gender is on this wide spectrum. And the qualities that I brought forward was the quality of aggression and its opposite, gentility. And I mentioned yesterday that each of those qualities, if I put it into dualistic terms, aggression on one side, being gentle on the other side. That's a way of looking at it dualistically. If we want to expand our understanding of these qualities, then we have to put it in the context of something non-dual. So there is positives and negatives about being aggressive, having aggression, and there are positive and negatives of being gentle. It is the wise understanding of all of it that brings us into wholeness. We can be aggressive and violent. We can be bulldozing and bullying. We can also be assertive and passionate and righteous for justice. That's another aspect of aggression. In gentility, we can exercise extraordinary patience and openness and calm. But the shadow aspect of being gentle can invite us to be passive, collapsing, withdrawn. And the invitation here isn't to try to befriend one while making an enemy of the other. This practice of understanding is all about seeing and feeling and identify when these qualities are activated and alive in each of us. What does it feel like in the body to feel gentle but passive, collapsed, insecure? What does it feel like to be have that powerful fierceness, that aggressiveness, but it's coming in the form of self-assertion 
and confidence and speaking up for yourself? What does it feel like in the body to be aggressive and vengeful, angry, fighting? What does it feel like to be gentle with an openness and a calmness, lots of patience? What are the conditions activating and stirring up all of these capacities alive in each of us? This is the question, this is the inquiry. And the practice is learning to sit with it, learning to identify, wow, right now aggression is coming alive, it's arising in me. If it's vengeful, what can I do to bring some gentleness, to turn the temperature down? If I'm feeling shut down, collapsed, what can I do to empower myself, to assert myself, to stand a little taller and be in my own agency? Beautiful questions. And this is all powerful, powerful inquiry, particularly when we're journeying and we confront craving. When we confront a trigger that suddenly stirs up a memory that makes us feel off-center, thrown off, uncomfortable, panicked. And we want to turn to something that will soothe the unpleasantness. And once again, we're standing before craving. How can we stand strong? How can we be creative and do something different? One of those creative different things is the practice of Tonglen, T-O-N-G-L-E. I love this practice. Tonglen, in its very simple meditative form, is the recognition that whatever I'm feeling, someone else feels this too. And perhaps if I lean into my feeling, even though it's uncomfortable, even though I don't want to be feeling this, but I'm already feeling it, so why not lean into it a little bit more? 
with the intention that someone else out there feeling this might feel it a little bit less. The thing I love about the Tonglen practice is its mysterious and paradoxical quality. And that is that ironically, when I practice it, when I feel more of the discomfort, when I take on another's burden, even just in my mind, even just energetically, for whatever reason, when I have the intention to feel this unpleasantness on behalf of other people, I suddenly feel less uncomfortable. Something transforms, something shifts, and I feel lighter. How it works is this. It's all um, connected to the breath. So what you do is you identify that feeling of discomfort that you're experiencing. Maybe it's annoyance, agitation, irritation, boredom, whatever it is. And for a moment, remember, ah, wow, this is so human of me to feel this. And because I'm a human, and this feeling is so human, someone else is bound to be feeling exactly the same way somewhere in the world. There are 8 billion people on the planet. Someone else is going to be feeling something similar as me right now in this moment. So I'm going to breathe in this discomfort. And I'm going to let it weigh heavy. I'm just going to let it all in. And on my exhalation, I'm going to breathe out. May I and others feel ease and relief. Breathing in, I take on this burden, this unpleasantness. Breathing out, may I and others feel a little ease, a little peace. Breathing in, I feel resentment and anger. Other people feel this too. May I feel it deeply for them. Breathing out, ease, clarity, peace. Why do this practice? The maturing 
egoic mind might have a voice that says, well, you're doing this so you can seem so spiritual and so wonderful and holy and all that jazz. That might be true and certainly isn't the whole truth. We practice Tonglen not to be holier than thou. We practice Tonglen because we recognize a fundamental Buddhist principle, which is that all beings want happiness. They want safety and security. They want to find food and shelter. They want to procreate. They want to enjoy the beauty of the day. No beings on the planet want to suffer and experience pain and heartache and despair. All beings want to be happy. No beings want to suffer. I, as a being, want to be happy, and I don't want to suffer. But I do. I do suffer because that's part of being alive. And so with this Buddhist practice, I understand that there are causes and conditions to my suffering. And when I understand them, when I identify them, they lessen. But that understanding only comes with practice, and one of the practices is Tonglen. Breathing in. I am suffering right now. I'm uncomfortable. And someone somewhere else is uncomfortable too. I'm going to breathe in their discomfort as well. Breathing out. May anyone who's having discomfort feel some ease, including me. Breathing in, I breathe in discomfort, confusion, frustration, boredom. Breathing out, I breathe out smiles and wonder and peace and joy. Breathing in feelings of disappointment, annoyance, bewilderment. Breathing out, anchoring, groundedness, wide eyes.
Breathing in, racing thoughts, heart palpitations, sweating. Breathing out. Soft touch. Healthy food. Refreshing water and tea. Breathing in feelings of uncertainty, not knowing, insecurity. Breathing out this moment of breathing here now. I think my favorite thing about the Tonglen practice is when I'm working with difficult emotions and thoughts, I'm sometimes deluded into thinking and believing that I'm all alone. And the moment I remember Tonglen is the moment I remember I am with all the world. I am so very human in my thoughts and feelings, and I am amongst impeccable company. And I am devoted to the practices of peace, the practices of loving kindness and compassion and joy even. And Tonglen is one of the most equanimous practices out there to nurture those qualities deep within the heart and mind. Next time you experience any discomfort at all, any dis-ease, remember Tonglen Remember to simply breathe your awareness of whatever's upsetting you. Breathe it in along with other people and breathe out peace and presence and see how this heals and transforms.
And I'll end our practice today with a, a mantra of loving kindness I wrote um, for someone in soul care. Loving you, by loving you, I'm learning to better love myself. By loving myself, I'm learning to better love you. Thank you so much for your beautiful practice. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Bye-bye. Namaste.